It's the middle of the week. You're halfway there and you're listening to a pretty neat podcast. If you could give us a rate and review, we really do appreciate it. And as always, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm TJ, and happy hump day. You're listening to a pretty neat podcast. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. I hope you're having a good week so far. Today, I thought I'd do an episode on advice for college students, I guess specifically for college freshmen, but this could be applicable to any college student, no matter what grade you're in, although it'd probably be more useful for the earlier in college that you're in right now. I guess I would imagine if you've been in college for a while, you would know a little bit of this stuff. And you might be wondering what qualifies me to give you advice on college. Well, I'll have you know that I did go to the college. Uh, I graduated uh, in 2016. I graduated in 2016. Uh, from the Ball State University. You might know us for uh, David Letterman challenging Bama to football games every year and really not getting a response. Um, The communications program. uh, What else is Ball State known for? Uh, um, Cardinals. Um, We got a lot of Emmys. In the David Letterman building, so that's pretty neat. We're known for some stuff, uh, a pretty good amount of stuff. Good state school. Uh, I need to stop saying. Uh, I was editing the earlier podcast this week, and the amount of times that I say "uh" is incredible. Like I think I cut maybe five minutes worth of audio just in "uhs" alone. So I'm very conscious about it now. And everything, so, and that's when I would have said, uh, but I'm catching myself before I said every time. Let's get to the episode. I think I uh, wrote on my notes that I wanted to start off with housing and commute for advice. My first bit would be get an apartment as soon as possible, even if it's your freshman year. I know that's kind of a thing to be in a dorm your freshman year, and if you feel you need to do that to make friends, to get to know people in or on campus and in your community, do that. But you could do the same thing from an apartment. In fact, it be you would be kind of the hub for social get-togethers and stuff like that, little kickbacks and everything, because you have your own place and you don't have to adhere to the rules of the floor and everything like that, and you don't have to worry about getting caught or getting like searched by an RA or anything like that. Plus it's cheaper. I remember my, I was in a dorm my freshman and sophomore years. I actually transferred to Ball State from Indiana State and I was in a dorm both of those years, my freshman and sophomore year. And after I got my apartment, my junior year, what went to my room and board from my financial aid money 
was now being used towards my rent and it was so much less than staying in the dorms. I think in the dorms, I paid around 900 to almost a grand a month. If you separated it like rent, I paid about a grand a month to stay in the dorms compared to an apartment, which I know my apartment was on the cheap side. I only paid about 355. And then after utilities, it was about 400 a month for rent. But definitely, I think staying in an apartment or staying in a house with a couple of friends is definitely cheaper than staying in the dorms. So definitely get an apartment or stay in a house with a couple of friends as soon as possible if you can. I know for college freshmen and pretty much everyone in college general, that's kind of late right now because I think college students are already a month into their school year. So definitely next year, do that. Do it as soon as possible. Another point that people might argue against that is like the meal plan. You don't get a meal plan if you stay in an apartment. You can get a meal plan if you want. You can get a separate meal plan and stuff. But a meal plan isn't enough to justify paying a grand to stay in a dorm, literally a room with another person. I'm I'm not someone who hates staying with random people. I had three out of my four years in college, I had random roommates that I didn't know at all before before I roomed with them. We'll get to that later, but I don't I personally don't mind meeting new people and stuff. So I like it that wasn't it for me. It's just like you you will be able to pay for food yourself with the extra five hundred, six hundred dollars you're saving on rent. So definitely get an apartment as soon as possible. Second thing, bring a car if you can. If not, maybe bring a bike or something. A little story, little short story. I remember my freshman year, my mom, for some reason, didn't re- she really wanted, didn't want me to bring my car. I had a 03 Toyota Matrix that was starting to have problems, but it was still very much drivable. It would just make this wailing sound and stuff. So she really didn't want me to bring it down to school with me. And she lied, basically, and said that freshmen weren't allowed to bring their cars. And I kind of knew she was lying, but this was at a time where uh, I wanted to really get out of out of town, which is why I was going to a college that was three hours away. And it was because I was getting into a lot of arguments with my parents for over stupid shit and stuff. And I didn't feel like adding another argument to the pile. So I was just like, whatever, that's fine. I had a friend that was also going down to ISU with me. He could give me a ride if I ever needed it. It was fine. But it became very, very apparent as soon as I got down there that not having a car was awful, especially when, uh, okay, well, my computer wants to update soon. It became very apparent that I became a for lack of a better term right now, because I can't think because I'm kind of scared my computer's going to restart. I became kind of a leech for a while, just like bumming rides with everyone and everything. And you'll become very, very, I won't say just disliked. You could become disliked, but you'll become very, very annoying very quickly. So if you can definitely bring a car because it's good to just be able to go anywhere you want 
when you want, as opposed to being dependent on a friend or whatever to ride you around and stuff. And if you can't bring a car, let's say you don't have a car, bring a bike. Most places around campus are bikeable. Uh, most bigger campuses also have a bus system. But definitely, if you can't bring a car, at least bring a bike or buy a bike or something like that. But if you have a ride, bring that shit because it it will be a lifesaver. It helps with like getting jobs and stuff because most jobs require reliable transportation, everything like that. So definitely bring a car if you got it. Next, uh, if you're in, well, it could be an apartment too, but if you're in a dorm or an apartment, make sure to draw territory lines on personal property if you're rooming some, with someone. I haven't had... I can't remember that I had any issues with that, like any severe, serious issues with that. I'm usually I'm genuine. I'm genuinely a person that's more along the lines of what's mine's is mine is what mine. Wow. I can't I butchered that saying what's mine is yours. And hopefully you return the favor and stuff with most with most of my things. Back when I was in college, with the exception of food, because I was very particular about the food I ate and everything. And if, you know, there's two of us going at the same stuff, then my food gets eaten up quicker, especially if I'm paying for it. But everything else, games, TV, everything else like that, uh, maybe not laundry detergent, because for that shit can go quickly when you when you're buying it yourself you when you get to college and you start buying stuff like groceries and stuff like that for yourself you realize how fast it goes you understand your parents frustration for the last 18 years of your life but definitely don't be afraid to draw like personal territory because you don't want someone using your shit let's see get to know your neighbors one it's just like that's just a general rule period in life get to know your neighbors because if somebody tries to rob your place and your neighbor sees it, if you know them, they might contact the authorities or try to contact you and the authorities as opposed to you not know your neighbor. And they might just think, hey, that's just probably a random friend or they might just straight up ignore it and not do anything about it. Also, besides security, it's good to get to know your neighbors just to fuck around with people, just to get to know people. That's why I'm more inclined to you getting an apartment rather than a dorm because you do the same thing at an apartment. It just be less neighbors. You'd have like at maximum because most apartments only allow two people, two people to live in them or two college students. If it's a college apartment, they only allow two people at max. You'd have like six at the least. You'd have three some apartments let three or more people live in houses obviously unlimited well not unlimited but you get pack a couple of people in a house basically just get to know your neighbors because it's the same thing as getting to know your dorm neighbors you get to just have friends i don't know it's simple that's simple uh i think the last thing in housing and commute is if you have a roommate get to know them before you move in so I remember at ISU, uh, my roommates, I won't name them. I won't name any of my roommates, but it was a dude. We uh, 
talked online for a little bit. He lived in um he lived in Indianapolis, like the Indianapolis area, I want to say. I should have made the drive. We we could have at least made or met halfway. I don't know. Hung out a little bit and everything. It's weird like meeting a person or getting the confirmation that you're going to be staying with this person then if you talk at all like online or whatever you sort out the who's bringing what like furniture wise and stuff like that which was it was really awkward over text i wish we would have met at a place at a neutral location and everything because it would have made that interaction a lot less tense and it's not like i hated this guy i wasn't too fond of him the first semester but uh it it got better it got our friendship got a lot better towards the end of the first semester and the second semester before I left I knew my second roommate from high school and everything and whatever I won't go into that anymore my third roommate I didn't meet him until move-in day and my mom literally tried to kick him out of the apartment because he didn't have his key yet that was weird I obviously, after she left, let him back in the apartment because he, he, you know, he's paying rent there. He just missed the key thing. That's not a big deal. It was like, I feel like at that point, at that first or that third one, I brought the TV. I bought the futon that day. I obviously brought my own bed. I brought a lot of, um, I brought a lot of kitchenware. I'll say I brought a lot of kitchenware. I feel like I brought no, I didn't bring the microwave. He brought the microwave. We already had a washing machine and dryer and obviously stove and refrigerator. But I brought a lot of kitchenware. I bought the futon. I brought the TV. I started paying for the cable and the internet. And basically, I feel like move or meeting with your roommate before you move in avoids overspending and also it serves to get to know the person you're going to be staying with for the next nine months in person before you actually have to stay with them so you guys can figure out whether or not this is a good fit or not if you're just a person like me who's like man fuck it I don't like as long as they're not like crazy I'm cool with them then that's your deal I know the next time I get a roommate, which hopefully is kind of soon, I'm going to want to meet with them in person before I close the deal. So let's move on. Well, we kind of been talking about social stuff for a a little bit and housing and commute, but I guess I have this section that's going to get a little bit deeper into that. Get into some stuff, Uh, activities, clubs, etc., whatever, Uh, hard mode. If you can make it, if it makes you uncomfortable, do it. Seriously, that's the best way to just, beyond just meeting people, that's the best way to explore different things and find out different things about yourself. In college, I was a member of the judo club team. I was involved with my major, like stuff in my major, like uh, BSU tonight and just a bunch of different things in my in my 
major what did they call it it was a big it was like a big trade show but for the clubs of the TCOM program and stuff like that i i had the opportunity one time to join a belly dancing club and i didn't do it i want to say because it conf- it conflicted with judo but i wish i would have why it obviously made me uncomfortable um but it would have been fun like what's what who cares right fantastic way to meet people fantastic way to meet girls why didn't i do it i don't know it made me feel too uncomfortable i guess but if i could go back i would have done it so that's kind of why i say just hard mode if it makes you uncomfortable do it for sure because i promise you you'll probably find out something new about yourself that you didn't know before or you'll hate it you know whatever it's not guaranteed that you're going to always like something that you're not comfortable with. But what the fuck? It's college. Give it a shot. That isn't a permission for like, like I'm not, that doesn't apply to things like, I don't know, Coke or whatever. So definitely not, it doesn't apply to everything. Just that's a warning, I guess. But speaking of, you know, getting to do stuff that makes you uncomfortable and getting into stuff in general. I'll piggyback off of the TCOM stuff. Get to know people in your major. I didn't start to really mess or interact with people in my major until like my junior year. And it was only because something happened with the group of friends that I was hanging out with where I wasn't able to hang out with that group of friends anymore. So it was kind of, I felt forced into getting to know my major mates, which sounds kind of like I didn't want to do it. I know I, I did. I just, it was like the last alternative and I wish I didn't treat it like that. I wish I treated it more like, I wish I went head first into it, like for my sophomore year onward to get to better know my major mates because I got some of my best friends or I met some of my best friends from just inside my major. So definitely do that. I'm looking at my notes and it says, if you could think of anything else, a season and I can't. So we're going to move on to school stuff. Who would have thought go to your career center immediately. I'm talking as soon like your first day of class, go to your career. It's never too early to go to your career center and get a CV made. Seriously, put any and like go don't just make it a one time trip. Go to your career center. If your college or whatever has a career center and make it a monthly, if not like, you know, tri monthly trip to your career center. You should get to know whoever works at your career center very, very well over the course of however long you stay at college because it definitely helps. I wish I did. Uh, they teach you how to make a resume, which you definitely will need. I, I, it's not like I didn't know I would need a resume after college or during college. I definitely knew that, but there's certain things that they could teach you that will make your resume pop to potential future employers, tips and tricks that they can teach you little loopholes that they can exploit to make your resume really, really pop off the page into a recruiter's eyes. Because let me tell you something, the like getting past the recruiting process to get a job, whether you're in 
or out of college is fucking hell. It's awful. You have to figure out how to be ATSs as applicant tracking softwares. In case you didn't know, you have to figure out how to beat those. And then you have to hope that a recruiter looks at your takes the time to look at your resume. And if they do in the six seconds that they look at your resume, resume in the six seconds that they look at your resume, that they see something that pops off the screen and they call and they call you in. And definitely the career center at your university slash college can help you with that. Also, get to know your advisor. It's the same thing. Plus, they they help with your classes and try to guide you in the right direction and everything. So definitely get to know your advisor. Uh, keep track of your courses. That goes more into just, I guess, from you keeping track of your courses Oh, yeah, no, the reason I said this is because I was a class away from a screenwriting minor, and I didn't even know it until like three months after I graduated. So definitely keep track of that because you might you might be earning a minor and not even know about it. So keep course, keep track of your courses. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, I got it. I got it. You stuck with me through all of it. That's going to be it for this episode. Thanks for listening to all my college students out there. Uh, um, is Thirsty Thursday still a thing? I remember that was a thing when I was in college. It's not really talked about anymore. In fact, it kind of went out of out of fashion like after my sophomore year. So I, if that's still a thing, that's awesome. You can definitely tell it's been three years since I've been at college. So, I I don't know. For all my college students out there, uh, have a good time. Graduate or don't. It's not always necessary to graduate, whatever. But use college to the fullest and enjoy the experience. It's like no other, but there's always more beyond. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.